0: CTN CIO Talk Network is brought to you by Redmain and Blackberry. Welcome to CTN CIO Talk Network with your host Sanjo Gall. All comments, views and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host, guests and callers. Now, here's Sanjo Gall.
1: Hello and uh, welcome to this segment on CTN. To learn more, please visit ciotalknetwork.com. And the topic for today is Let AI Entertain You. And our guest for today's show is Marcus Dauk, who is the Chief Information Officer with Ringia AG. Hey, Marcus, how are you?
2: I'm very good. How are you?
1: Very good, sir. We're enjoying. Hopefully, the new year 2019 is uh, treating you well
2: and you're well on your way
1: to make waves in your company, are you?
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. So really started uh, uh, very good. And uh, we are really looking forward to a very exciting uh, year.
1: Very nice. Very nice. Now, so the the reason we wanted to connect today is because of this AI wave that we are seeing. And while it's, it's holding promise for many other industries on how it can help, very specifically in the entertainment, media and entertainment industry, it could have applications at the business level. But interestingly, some people say it can also help even in creating the type of entertainment experience an engaging experience that people go for or people sit on their couches and exa- enjoy. So we wanted to explore in what all ways can this entertainment industry benefit and what are some of the innovations that may be happening which will take this engagement to the next level. So so that said, what the first question I have is, you know, are we are we just using in entertainment industry, which of course you know your organization belongs to that, are you looking at this as a cost efficiency play? are you looking at as a business innovation play or even the experience play for your customers?
2: okay yeah so uh, we we always have the this discussion uh, on all different levels and so uh, what what we can what we actually do is we'll just look at all three but basically uh, if you if you are looking only at, at just being more more efficient uh, you you just come to a certain point and that's that's just not specific to to a media and entertainment industry but uh, you rather have to look at at, at your end consumers and how to how you produce your content, what kind of content you uh, you would actually uh, serve to, to your your end consumers, and therefore we we really uh, look into AI and and have uh, good examples, uh, and and we we'll hopefully talk about this in, in the next uh, minutes here um, how how we can actually engage better with with our consumers with the users of our platform platforms and uh, as we also have radio station uh, and and other um other um, businesses which really relate to, to the consumer, we are really looking in, into uh, how to get more information uh, to serve the best content to our, to our users and uh, to the the visitors or listeners to the radio. So so this is really the, the key part and on the other side yes, of, of obviously AI will help us to be more efficient and maybe have more contacts to our, our listeners to our uh, uh, consumers, uh, we we deal with and and help us there. But but really, um, all three are um, on the on the table. But basically, we want to make more business. We want to make our consumers happy. So that's why we try to use the best technology on that.
1: So you know, people say that if you can dream it, you can make it happen. So how far has the media and entertainment industry? been dreaming to leverage AI and any other related technology to take that experience to the next level because if you do not have entertained customer, everything else
2: doesn't matter. You're, you're, you're totally right because uh, if, if I don't have the right show, if I don't have the right Article: If I don't uh, uh, play the right music uh, for my for my uh, consumers, then I would go out of business at the end of the day. So, so we we know. What we think people would like, and over the last years, the technology helped us a lot to understand: Is this what we think we know really right? And can we actually serve uh, uh, even better to, uh, to our consumers? So, for example, uh, when we when we look at um, the radio station, uh, and and just say, okay, uh, this is like. Um, a regular radio station um, serving like pop music, and um, saying, "Okay, we'll we'll just get a certain certain amount of listeners." So, how can we how can we get more listeners? How can we just serve to maybe different different uh, uh, people as well? So, obviously, with engaging uh, them with uh, just getting information about what kind of uh, different music channels. We also provide. Uh, they are listening to. For example, uh, it is not only only uh, pop music. It's it's also classics. It's it's uh, R and B. It's whatever whatever you think can think of. And getting this this data back and seeing okay maybe maybe there's an, a certain interest of, of this type of music. Then we can just cater this uh, cater to these people and change programs. And so we we can uh, be more attractive and and uh, read the change to what people would expect from us on the other side um, what I think is very important is that that we are uh, not just only serving what people think they like you have to surprise people especially in the entertainment industry because if you if everyone knows what is coming it's it's boring so you really have to surprise people as well so what what i think uh, for us this this is a topic but also for for all the big um entertainment companies as well as 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 netflix and all the others it is uh, it is really important that you have uh, um that you don't over personalize the stuff yeah and that you don't really say okay it's just this sp- specific channel which is only only good for for Marcus yeah and he's just listening to pop music and nothing else so no maybe there might be a, a any other uh, any other music type which I'm I might be also interested if I get a chance to listen to so so we really try to not just go hundred percent by the data we we, we get but but... but also to just be more interesting in in surprising the people.
1: That's very interesting that you are taking a counterintuitive approach to super customize and super personalize. Instead, you wanted to create some discovery by throwing things in front of them so that they get to explore and find something new. So you are focusing Mm -hmm. on novelty right?
2: Yes, right, right. So, so this is, this is something, uh, because if you, if you look at, at uh, the, the movie industry, for for example, then, then you have a lot of sequels in, uh, in, in all the movies. And that is, uh, well, easy. I, I would say easy, easier on money because you know. Okay, the plot probably works, but if you have the let's say the the twenty seventh sequel of the Avatar uh, or, or something like this, yeah, then then it gets boring. So you just have to uh, bring something new in it uh, and and tease the people, and that's what we do with our products uh, and and the entertainment program we we serve, and uh, for us. Also, it's very interesting to to use additional data from uh, adjacent businesses, for example, like uh, um, um, ticketing event management and so on. And so we we get some, some more information if... Uh, all the consumers agree because data protection you know especially in in, in Europe is, is very important uh, but we get we, we will get uh, more information about uh, the, the type of events the people are going to so we can can easily cater uh, a specific program for them and and um, just generate additional business so this is something we um, we are really using using the technology as well and and try to to combine uh, different types of businesses together, yeah, to just uh, bring um, yeah a better experience um, to our consumers. So
1: when it comes to the details that you already have, right, and when you talk about the the scripts, the consumption details. Mm-hmm what are we doing and in fact before I say what are we doing let's look at what type of wow factor are you trying to introduce what is left for a user to feel wowed with because we have already been stretching in that direction
2: forever now right yeah right um so and 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 there we we also need like kind of kind of creativity to maybe bundle certain things together um so especially if you um you you, what we really strive to do is uh to to bring specific special events for example we do um um concerts uh with all the yeah pop stars, celebrities, uh, where where we just uh, bring only uh, a limited number of people together, yeah, and uh, they they are really um, chosen because uh, they they listen to certain channels. They they um, they are really. Into certain music types, and what we try to do is we try to bundle uh, not only a, a visit to a concert, but bundle this with with additional um, kind of um, pre-concert backstage uh, um, things, uh, which which are of a value to, to these people. And uh, as you you're totally right, we are uh, we are really hard working on 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 trying to find the next great thing because um, uh, over the last Years uh, um, or decades, a lot of things already have have been done, and and now we just have to just leverage the the additional information we get through through AI in in maybe tailoring stuff a little bit better, yeah, so that we just don't don't uh, throw the same things at everyone, yeah. But on the other side, just. Uh, still stay unpredictive uh, because it's just um, otherwise as I, as I earlier said it's, it's kind of kind of boring yeah so but as you said, it is really really tough, and for us, it's uh, it means we all all departments in in the business have to get together. It's not only marketing; it's it's product, it's it's technology, and we we put these teams together, yeah, to say, okay, how can we how can we generate. The next best uh, idea of uh, engaging with with our consumers, and that's that's really um, always the highest priority. And we set up a lot of um, teams to just work on this in in all the different businesses we do.
1: Let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back. And Marcus, when we come back, let's you just mentioned that uh, making sure that the customer is is vowed and the experience is top-notch, is your best, like the biggest priority. But let's explore the places where your commercial success, which actually pays the bills, which also has some importance, or I would say a lot of importance, where, where that also needs to be taken care of. And are there any conflicts in media and entertainment industry when you're saying deploy AI to, on one hand, Make a production successful. On the other hand, it could keep us less than best in terms of creating the experience. What happens in such cases? How are? How's the industry thinking? Please stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back.
3: Or call 773-693-3919. Visit today.
0: Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with Sunjo Gall. To learn more about our program, please visit CIOtalknetwork.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, Marcus, we could have
1: production-related creativity, or I would say the creative side of, say, a movie, which we wanted to make sure we maximize it so it creates the best experience for the audience. At the same time, if I could deploy a technology which will help me make this movie the best box office because I was able to figure out a formula which will make the most people come and watch it. Both are important, but in this industry, for it to be viable and doing the best service to its audience, how are you balancing it or are there any ethical issues that come up?
2: Yeah. Um so so there there are definitely ethical uh, um topics we are we are di- discussing here and and they are coming up because um at at the end of the day if you just go by by algorithms yeah um, you you produce something which is technically perfect and which would definitely work on on a number of people um, with this algorithm found and uh, then then it's fine but uh, if you do this over and over again then um, you lose you you really lose what is what's important to this this creative process uh, because it's it is not like sports statistics it is something. There's a story you, you want to tell. There's there's something which you which you really bring the people in. They talk next day, and and so we what we are really always struggling with is just the pure uh pure amount of data using the data and and say okay we'll just create this this show and then probably works because we we, we know the data. But people are changing, and people get bored over a while if you just consume the same thing. So that's that's a broad that's that that is something we we see in statistics, we see uh when we when we uh go people ask them uh what they what they really like just to to find out if our algorithms are are working are working good. So um we are really talking to um our editors, we are talking to the creative people and saying okay, what what do you when you want to Bring out out of the story, out of the show, and uh, then we we use the the algorithms to help, but not just to dictate what is uh, uh what what's going to be in that show, uh, and I think. That that is that's a good way, and you just have to uh, measure that all the time and see. Okay, if, if this really if this really works, and uh, on the other side, I think we we could save a lot of money uh, with using this data in uh, not investing into areas which. Um, we would we would definitely just just burn it because uh, all the all the the statistics would say and all the data would say okay nobody is interested in, in 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 this specific field or for us as a business it is not interested interesting because it's not a vast amount of people doing this.
1: Now we are looking into uh, the entertainment industry and the different data sets and the data sources. But then that data, where it came from traditionally versus now, is also shifting with digital. How are we, how are we kind of recollating the data sources or, or re-identifying the missing data sources, which we never used to collect before, so that you have the, the new way in which you could have collected data to make the most of AI, we at least build the right foundation.
2: So, what what we are experimenting, and not only we, we so uh, everyone in the in the in the industry is is just uh, trying to use um, uh, new tools and available data um, to improve the product and uh, make it make it easier and faster to produce it. For example, if we, if we look at, at the whole, um, um discussion about, um, picture or video and image recognition, uh, there are uh, earlier, uh, we, we didn't know anything about, um, what is, what is on the, that picture or what is in that sequence of the, of the, um, of a film, um, because uh, you just had to look at it and somebody had to just key keywords in and so on. So now we get the vast amount of data, uh, more data than than uh, we, we were really used to. You, you just said this, and now we have to just cluster this and say, okay, where, where can this data help, be helpful? For example, um, one of the things it would be really helpful if you are in that field that you have to produce uh, a lot of like short films, uh, summaries, something like this, and we are using this as well. As well for example, uh, if you if you want to just do a short documentary about. Uh, let's say, sports, uh, the, the, the 10 best goals of some, um, I'm from Europe, so soccer player. Uh, and uh, normally people would sit there, editors would sit there and, and just to try to find best sequences. And, and now there's technology which can help us, it we'll tags this automatically. Or on a different example would be uh, that if you look at a, at a certain picture, a certain sequence, uh, to identify what what really is is on there. And if you say, okay, I, I see a lot of, of school buses on there, um, and we need to enhance these pictures, for example, because um, maybe maybe you need ten or twenty or a hundred more school buses to, to that this sequence will work uh, this is something which took a lot of time earlier and now we, we have the the tools and we we have the possibilities uh, to, to work on this and do this automatically so so that really is additional data we have and then completely different on the, on the different side we have a lot of more we have a lot more data on how the how the our content is consumed so is somebody really watching or listening the whole show? Uh, wh- what's about social media, for example? Is this, is this um, show or is this content actually uh, worth something because it really appears uh, uh, top-ranked on, on social media? And this, this is additional data we take in, and uh, our, our uh, data scientists really have to just... Cluster them and, and try to to get the right right level of information so so we can use this for for um, to enhance our products so there's a, a vast amount of data and, and we just have to just go down and do it step by step because at even even now we are. We're, we are not using all that data uh, because it's um, so far. We we just have to see. Okay, would it help us? Is is this uh, enhancing the product or uh, in, in any other way?
1: So whenever you like, you you created this system or going and finding data which will be useful for us. Are you using that approach? That first you identify the intent and then go looking for data sources, or are you? Taking any and every data possible, and let let AI help you identify patterns which you never saw before. What's your approach to uncovering opportunities?
2: Mm. So, first of all, you and that's that's my true belief. You have to just gather as much data as possible um, because you don't when you start, you don't really know. What you are looking for, you might have an idea, and you start a certain segment, and and say, okay, maybe maybe this is worthwhile to explore. But this is something what we what we are, are doing. We are we are. Uh, just bring as much data as we can uh, um, together and then uh, we sit together and say okay what what might be a field which we want to explore so we try to, to, to cluster this um, and then on the other side we might find and we did um, uh, over over the last years uh, we did find very surprising um, stuff in 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 the data so you um, Nobody would have thought that at a certain time of day, only uh, uh, specific uh, people would just um really consume this 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 content because we said we say okay especially around lunchtime probably everyone gets wants to, to to have the same same content because it's just short snack content something like this and then we we, we found out okay maybe no uh, because there, there is there there are people um getting getting home there are, there are kids getting down uh, out of school in the early afternoon and so we found Found that okay it's not what we believe this is really really the one one truth there are there are multiple truths we we really found in the data so um, yes we we started just to collect everything and then uh, we started on one hand from what we think we know and we found found some some goods goods uh, uh, background information to acknowledge it. That that might be right, and then we were really surprised to find a lot of other things in this 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 whole uh, data lake, uh, and and uh, this was really surprising, and then brought new information to to our product uh, people to help to improve the product.
1: Let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back, and let's look at the people side, which is. Frankly, the media and entertainment industry, besides, of course, the tools and gadgets we use, is primarily people showing their talent, people processing whatever was produced as a raw footage or, uh, you know, the things that we were performing and that was recorded. But it was people at the end of the day behind the camera and in front of the camera. How are they being brought on board to this new wave of media and entertainment industry so that everyone works together towards making technology-enabled media and entertainment a reality which everyone enjoys and likes and benefits from. So please stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back and explore.
3: Or call seven seven three six nine three three nine one nine. 693 3919 Visit today
0: You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network with Gall. Now, back to the show. People, people
1: before the camera, people behind the camera, people working after everything is produced, people before anything was even shot. That's what media and entertainment industry was built on and still depends on them. How are we managing the egos, the perceptions, the feelings of all people involved in all different aspects of producing entertainment?
2: Yeah, um, I think that the key point here is uh, to be very transparent on uh, what the technology does. Even... and, and, and also, be very honest and saying, okay, oh, sometimes we don't really know what would be the outcome using and analyzing this data. But at least we will share, sit together, and and discuss what is, uh, what are, what's in this 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 data. What is what are these tools which which uh, can help actually the the work. So, and if you if you in general look at AI as a new, which we all know that AI is not new, but uh, a, a new technology we now can use because of the compute power we have. Um, it's it's like all the evolutions we had over in the last uh, 100, 200 years, uh, it's it's changing dra- dramatic, uh, dramatically. And so what, what we we all have to do is we, we just have to sit together and say, okay, here we can apply now new tools to help you in this creative process, for example. And uh, yes of course if you still want to shoot your, your movies and in, in, in black and white because this is what you want to do okay it can you can still do this uh, and we will help with the tools and uh, bringing out the best quality or if you create a story, maybe just help them to, uh, um, to create, New characters because the technology now allows yeah uh, a lot of stuff to do and and bring in the feelings of the the viewers of the listeners and bring bring this information back and I think really the transparency in saying okay we are not doing something in the black box and then uh, you you and and your skills are not needed anymore no we'll just try to help. But um, I, I, I deal with this every, every day with uh, uh, people creating content and, and uh, uh, being creative. So uh, you really have to sit together and say, okay, what, what is, what's the, the win-win situation we have? And it is, it is a change process. It's a change process all over. Uh, but we can, we can do a lot of m- more great stuff now with all the technology which is there and all the information which is there. So when you
1: when you spoke about this, and, and of course people have feelings, so you have to kind of not exactly manage them, but lead them so that they feel that you are doing whatever which is in the best interest and you have to do it and and your business counterparts have to do it. But then when you talk about the processes, right, so the processes mm-hmm. which were used to create or conceptualize or to analyze or to edit and anything which you did related to this whole entertainment and media business, where all are you seeing fundamental shifts required for you to so-called be ready to adopt AI? Can you just slap AI on it and it'll start working?
2: I think everyone would wish that, but uh, no. You you just have to train, retrain uh, people to to uh, just find find the right way of of, of uh, using this this technology in uh, helping this process. So yes. Obviously, you have to discuss what is the what's the process of uh, which 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 the people are doing. So, and then uh, as in and honestly, there we come to a, to a quite boring stuff. Yeah, it is as in any other field uh, in in uh, technology. We just have to to nail it down to what is doing A uh, to get to B. Yeah, so and how can we use technology doing this? And does A now have enough skills of doing this? Or uh, and, and, and therefore, we, we, definitely, we de- definitely have to uh, uh, train people in using the new tools um, and, and um, experiment. So you also have to give them time you know, to, to find out what works best because it's a creative process and you cannot just... Put put uh, AI on top of it, and and then uh, press the the golden button, and, and everything works, and everyone is happy. No, uh, you just have to see where to adjust, uh, and and therefore people would learn how to deal with this technology and helping in this in this creative process, which is um, which is key. Um, to uh, that that you have a good product at the end, yeah. So uh, if I don't know how to uh, how to film a, a 360 degree uh, uh, a video uh, or do something in, in virtual reality, I I could be the, the, the I could have the greatest idea yeah but you just have to use technology and uh, to just bring it to the consumer and bring and and tell the story in with with different tools and using ai is is just helping but at the end of the day it's a everyday just uh, job to just train try things out experiment get the results and if it's not, just try over. Um, so there is—it's—it's it's not easy. There is not the golden button. You—you you just press.
1: Now, when we spoke about the processes, always come along with it are the tools. So, do you think the type of outcome that organizations in media and entertainment industries are trying to achieve are technology tools catching up? Can you take whatever is available for AI? in the mainstream enterprise can readily be adopted for this industry or are you looking at some innovation and waiting for it before you can really take that wow effect, the, the commercial value or whatever you can produce using, the value, using AI, uh, it can, mm-hmm. can go to the next level.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah so I think there, there are also two, two parts of it so in one one uh, part you can um, take commercially uh, available uh, uh, tools which you which you can then use in interacting with your Consumers. So all the discussion about using chatbots um, and and um, all the technology behind this. This is this is uh, if it's, it doesn't matter what industry you are in. This is something you get more more um, efficient in in doing your process or on the other side maybe you you can even get a, a wow effect if you now have a chatbot who and you can um, uh, chat with a celebrity or or a film character so uh, if you want to chat uh, chat with uh, Sherlock Holmes for example you you can do it now uh, and on on the back end you have all the 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 uh, the film sequences or, or stories behind it, so so it's really really a nice nice thing, and you you get a little bit of a wow effect with old, I I would say old AI technology, but on the other side, and and, and media and entertainment, uh, including gaming, I would say, um, it was is always at the at the edge of of, of finding the newest technology and, and therefore we, we, for example, also partner with universities, especially, uh, uh, in, in that field, um, to, to create Cutting edge tools, which would help us in in, in creating uh, the content, uh, making it easier, getting a wow effect on uh, to to everyone who is who is um, consuming the content. So I think it is very important that that um, we still look for. What's out there and what has not been invented? Because um, gaming, movies, and then uh, at the end all the other all the other um, content creators um, need cutting edge, edge technology, and therefore uh, um, we will we will work and and we are doing it really hard working uh, uh, creating these. These examples, um, how how we can uh, improve this this whole process, and then um, nobody nobody uh, would have thought that. Um augmented reality or virtual reality would, would really be in the center of so many so many uh um, applications and environments at the moment, but at at the beginning it was just invented because you needed it for games or you need it in a in in a movie environment because you want to have an immersive experience for the people
1: and when you're looking at the standards right so Since AI is evolving, while media and entertainment industry is there, but I'm assuming there is some competition, so do you think over time, have we standardized on the way media and entertainment works, and also how you would utilize the power of AI to create that wow effect, because it's a race? Mm-hmm. so is is the industry coming together versus making it a wild west where we do not know if if one way of making movie or one way of tackling a certain aspects of production could be standardized across the board mm-hmm. so we build the talent accordingly and you know everything could could fall apart if you did not work towards some form of standardization without taking away the creativity but is that what's happening mm-hmm. When it, when in terms of AI and its adoption,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, you're you're totally right. Saying of uh, we need we need standards, and if we when we look back at at um, uh, what happened in in the con- conventional uh, media industry, uh, let's let's put say say uh, print newspapers or just creating just regular uh, uh, movies. Um, all this was over time totally standardized because uh, nobody could afford that if you go to company A, you need uh, that, uh, to know that tool set and in company, uh, uh, in the next company, you're you using something completely different and, and you have to start from scratch again. So and now with AI and all the tools coming coming up, uh, we also see in, in the industry that, especially for on the production side, um, there are, there are uh, already there were always standard systems in place, and now these standard systems and, uh, are evolving, and we'll just bring them in. And yes, we even we we are in, in, in hard competition uh, to for for all the the viewers or. Uh, to get them to our product, we all know that only on our own we will we will never never uh, succeed in, in doing this. So uh, yes, and but this is also it will evolve over time. Saying okay, this might be a good tool uh, for for now uh, doing image recognition. This is a good tool for helping now automatic subtitling, something like this. So there, this, there are now more or less standards in the industry, and and we are coming to to the point that that uh, uh, more and more companies are saying, okay, yeah, let's let's agree on this because we need we need to train our workforce uh, uh, on on these tools, and as we all know, people like to to work uh, here and there, and then. Go to 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 another place, so so we cannot really afford in, in in retraining them all the time. But on this cutting edge thing, I see earlier. I would say in the, in the in the 70s, in the 80s, 90s, it always took kind of 10 years until you really got a standard in something. Now what we see, it's, it's rather two years. To really find out, okay, this is now a technology which, which would work, and then obviously you have a lot of different companies who are who are helping you uh, to helping us to to implement uh, this this technology. But um, the the time frame of getting to a standard is also shortening. And for us, yes, uh, we need these standards. Otherwise, uh, it is way too way too costly uh, in doing this. And now I would say even AI is getting more and more into a standardization uh, uh, discussion. And uh, we can see, especially in our industry, that that out of this cutting edge, will, will we get a lot of standards as well, yes.
1: So, So that said, now we spoke about standard, but also comes the compliance and risks. So I'm not sure which compliance would truly govern media and entertainment, but there could certainly be risks with respect to security and business risks, which we must manage and with comes the AI when you're handing over the reins to an algorithm, Mm -hmm. then it increases the risk. uh, I'd say that the potential for introducing risk into an otherwise uh, lower risk industry.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And I'm making this assumption that it is a low risk industry.
2: Mm -hmm. In general, generally generally speaking, yes. Um, So um, there is, depending on on where you are in the world, there are certain regulations to the industry, of course, uh, but um, more or less, it's just the creative uh, aspect of it. Um, So what, what on the one hand, whenever we deal with user data, uh, definitely uh, the same applies uh, uh, data protection security issues the same applies also to our industry as it applies to, to to every every other industry that's for sure and 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 the same or similar processes are, are also in place but then on the on the creative part um, the the gover- governance factor is maybe in in how how do I uh, use this technology in uh, automatically creating content, for example? So what we all know is that that um, AI can uh, create uh, like lots of of sports articles with statistics, and so there's no journalist needed anymore. Um, so, but on that side, saying okay, that's fine, but. We, will, we would not go that way and saying uh, let's let's just create a whole uh, news magazine with all that yeah so that there is a, a governance process in place and say okay in that segment it makes sense because it helps but in the other segments uh, we just have to we really have to look at uh, what we are doing and uh, looking at, at at movies or films for example then then um, if, if I look at Switzerland where company is and I'm living at the moment um, We we have four different languages in one small country. So uh, one of the issues is, for example, subtitling, automatic subtitling. So you you just get uh, the speech recognition and prepare automatic subtitles. If nobody would look at this... This, despite of maybe errors in in uh, the recognition part, yeah, um, we could we could really get get into a high risk that we just publish something or we show something to people which is which is not accurate. And therefore, we really are looking at, at and have governance uh, issues in place or governance bodies in place to to deal with these issues. And with regards to to the to the movie uh, industry, I would say that um, also uh, you have to look at. What what are you producing and and uh, is is the the data you are you are using is this this rightly acquired is this um, can this be used for for this for for the creative part of a movie or for the production part? So I think uh, there is now uh, there are now new tasks coming in for for. The governance uh, body, because nobody earlier needed to to look at uh, automatically created content. Yeah, so it was not there. Now somebody needs to look at it, uh, and you has to you have to just clear this. And so there is a there is a big risk if you don't, I would say, control the algorithm. Yeah, that uh, um, uh, people would would uh just see this and uh, yeah with all the media we are also producing and and social media and so on you get a real big trouble if if you don't really manage this situation and have have these this this, this this governance uh, bodies in place
1: last question for you just in within a minute if you can share the 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 mindset, that business and technology leaders in the media and entertainment industry should adopt so that they can harness the most value from AI? What would that be?
2: So, I think people in the media and entertainment industry are already very open-minded because you always have this creative process and they they all need to approach this new technology very open-minded and uh, try to see the benefits, yeah, which would actually help them being better in the production and creative process, and taking uh, all this 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 uh, work away, which. Um, you you have to do just to get the baseline of, of a production. So I would say be open minded, try things out, and uh, then decide if it's worthwhile using it. So don't don't be afraid. And uh, this this is a AI AI possibilities are a great uh, chance now, especially for, for this industry uh, to create best the best products.
1: On behalf of the show and our listeners, thanks so much, uh, Marcus, for sharing your thoughts regarding how the media and entertainment industry is using AI to create the experience that audience wants and also the business value that the institutions are looking for. So thanks so much again. Thank you. Thank you. And listeners, hope you enjoyed, got some value out of it. Please uh, find Facebook, uh, CIO Talk Network, and be sure to follow us on Twitter and uh, join us on LinkedIn community. Thank you again for listening to this segment on CTN. This is Sanjog All, your talk show host. Till next week, take care and God bless.
0: CTN CIO Talk Network is brought to you by RedMain and BlackBerry.